What's going on, guys? Josh here. If you enjoy the show, the best way you can support us and what we're doing here and on Instagram is supporting us on Patreon. There's several tiers with several different perks, which include rankings, optimal players to draft, trade values, AMAs, and more. Or if you just want to partner with us in the simplest way possible, leave a review of the podcast and share it with a friend. Now, enough for me and enough of that. Let's hop into the episode. This is this is a football podcast, man. Meat, football, good. Man, we talk football. We eat burgers. <laughs> Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. Josh Johnson, Ben Watts, here with you. We're doing the thing. We've got a mock we draft. <laughs> We've got a mock draft episode for you all today. I'm very excited. I am I'm very, very excited. Today is today's a good day. Uh, we're trying something we are just new. filling as much time as we can to keep us from going insane waiting on the season. Exactly. Uh, we're trying something a little bit different. We're actually recording this podcast in a video format as well. I don't know if it, you'll actually so be able to watch it that way. you can see how ugly we are in real life. <laughs> I don't know if you actually end up seeing it. Uh, so if you're listening to the audio-only version of this, uh, obviously yeah, It's an experiment. I personally would not recommend just staring at me for 30, 40 minutes, however long this is. Don't worry, I'm just gonna like take yours out and it'll just be me. Yeah, that that's fine. <laughs> uh, so we've got some news to hop into. Before we hop into the last mock draft, before the season starts, um, if you haven't drafted your fantasy teams yet, uh, we're gonna do a, a, a 12 team mock to hopefully give you some, a barometer for you know how players are going, how they're being valued right before you hop into your own fantasy drafts. But before we get into all that, we've got some news to hop into. We've got teams are cutting down, getting to their 53-man rosters. So, obviously, it's there's happening. been some surprise cuts and some players released that maybe we didn't see happening. Uh, one of those was Trey Sermon. was released by the 49ers. This is maybe validation of the worst pick I've ever made in a rookie draft. Oh, that was ugly. And we all thought it was good at the time. We did. Like Josh trading up, <laughs> Trey and Trey Sermon. He's gonna we're like he's gonna be the starter. That's great. Walking away with Trey Sermon. Nope. Did he? No. No, he played one game last year, I think, and he had like eighty yards. You know, I forget that that even happened. Like it was such a bad year, there was literally no production that I forgot he even got one oh, no. game. I mean, it was. Oh yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, I mean, and it was really. He wasn't terrible. It was like it was like twenty carries for like eighty something yards. I mean, he was. Eh. The best but part of it as was those running backs usually like just break loose. He's not very good. Right. The best part of it was John Lynch, I think literally a week ago, was quoted by PFF saying that Trey Sermon was one of their best players in camp. And um, obviously that's really funny because they know, didn't look at him preseason. <laughs> Did he even like I didn't watch any of their games sort of in depth. Did he end up doing anything in preseason at all? No, I think he carried probably carried the ball like twenty times. He had like fifty yards. Gosh, 
Somebody will probably pick him up. Yeah, that's not ideal. Uh, so yeah, he Somebody might pick him up. He was released. He'll probably end up on a, a practice squad somewhere. Uh, Kenyon Drake signed with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I would assume that means he's going to be the, I guess, what is that third string running back until Gus Edwards gets back? Because we know the Ravens use a lot of pass catching running backs in their offense. Yeah. Oh yeah. They. However. However, this does tie into the second piece of news we were going to talk about. Of like you mentioned, you got Gus Edwards. He's going to miss at least the first four games, right? Because he's they yeah. put him on the IR. They put they put him on the pup. And or there the, was a beat reporter reporting that J.K. Dobbins has a pretty considerable limp. So when I first saw this, I really just dismissed it like, okay, whatever. They're not even going to use Kenyon Drake because they don't care about pass catching running backs. But if Dobbins, like I, I, I keep hearing that he's not fully recovered yet. Like it's just, it's just not quite there. So yeah, Kenyon Drake is probably going to have some value. I think. I mean, he very well could. Um, that situation is so odd because they've got Mike Davis, and Mike Davis is the presumed starter week one if J.K. Dobbins can't go full tilt. Um, and But Kenyon Drake, like, I feel like he is just going to be a pest or they're going to cut him once they realize they don't need him, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I can see it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't envision, I don't envision him being fantasy relevant at any point this year, and maybe. But I mean, if if Gus Edwards is out the first four weeks, and say J.K. Dobbins is hampered, so they're only giving him like ten carries, something like that, then does he have value? Maybe. Uh, I mean, they're going to score points. It's going to be a good offense overall, and they're going to run the ball. So. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell I'm you. I'm not if counting you think. on it, but I mean, there's there's something to take notice of there, I think. Fair enough. Uh, Jalen Rager was traded to the Minnesota Vikings for a seventh and a future Look at all fourth. the Eagles fans who care. <laughs> I love how many stud receivers the Eagles passed on to take Jalen Rager. Justin Jefferson was right there. And it he was wasn't, right there. It wasn't just Jefferson. They passed on DK Metcalf, Michael Pittman, um, AJ several Brown. others. AJ, oh God, AJ Brown. They got they got their boy in the end. Terry McLaurin as well, right? I think he was a wasn't he a Terry third was or fourth a third rounder, rounder? I think. Yeah. So, gosh, they passed on basically every good receiver in that draft class to take Jalen Rager. Because uh, the, uh, if I, uh, I remember right, was it Henry Ruggs was an early pick in that draft? Is that right? He went 10, I think, to the Raiders. Yeah, he obviously busted. Uh, Jalen Rager, busted. All the later round guys popped. Yeah, that's crazy. Wild. I saw, um, I was scrolling through Instagram. I can't remember if it was, it might have been, if it was either Sleeper or Fantasy Pros posted like a clip of, you remember in the second season of The Boys when Homelander just pushes his son off the roof? Yeah. 
Yeah, that was it was like the caption was the Eagles getting rid of Jalen Rake. <laughs> I remember watching that live being like, oh, my God, he just like chucked his son off a roof. Uh, yeah, no, that's exactly what happened. Howie Roseman, not Howie Roseman. Who's the is who's the GM for the Eagles? Is it Howie Roseman? Oh, Lord, if you had asked me, I could have told you. I don't remember. I, I don't. Either. Sounds right. That Joker said, get out. They did get it. They did get a 2024 fourth round pick, I think. Just better value than I would have thought they would have gotten. I would have thought that they would have literally gotten a late seventh round pick, and that was all they were getting. Yeah. I'm surprised. So good, I'm surprised they were able job, to get that. Good job, Eagles. That was a great move. They also traded JJ Arcega Whiteside to the Seahawks last week, and then the Seahawks cut him yesterday. <laughs> so good job for the, the Eagles, Eagles being. Eagles are doing here. great right now. They turned Jalen Rager and Ortega Whiteside into two seventh-round picks and a fourth-round pick. That is a miracle. That is not bad. That ain't bad at all. So they're wheeling the deal over there. Uh, so for the actual fantasy implications of this, I think the only player that is impacted by this, to be honest with you, is KJ Osborne. Because And honestly, it may turn out that, like, Jalen Rager is so bad that he can't even beat out KJ Osborne as the third wide receiver. But I do think that Jalen Rager, like, he's not untalented. He is he is talented. I don't think he's a complete and utter flame out. Like, there's something there enough that like it's very possible he could take over the third wide receiver role. There's no chance he gets to unseat uh, Adam Thielen unless Thielen like dies. Um, he could so, unseat Justin Jefferson. We'll see. Yes, yes. The guy that I mean, he uh, was he was drafted ahead of him. Yeah, I, I, he's obviously better. Obviously, actually. he's more talented. Yeah, he's a better wide receiver because he was drafted first, which yeah. it you know makes total sense. Uh, yeah, I don't see him having any value at all for fantasy. Granted, I did just say he's probably going to beat out KJ Osborne, and Osborne has some value. I don't, I don't know. Leave I say that, waivers. but like I don't. Yeah, I mean, pick him up on waivers. I don't, I don't want to draft him anywhere. Let's put it that way. He'll be on your waiver wires. Uh, if you're really desperate for a wide receiver, I guess pick up the presumptive third or fourth wide receiver for the Vikings. And it, it does kind of come at a time when I think I saw that Ola B.C. Johnson, the fourth wide receiver for the Vikings, tore his ACL last week. So that may also be part of it. Like the, the fourth guy on that depth chart got hurt, is out for the year. So maybe they view Rager as their fourth guy. Um, and in that case, he's, he's definitely not got any value at all. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. The LA Chargers signed Sony Michelle. I guess sniped Awful him off. Awful news for Austin Eckler. Yeah, the, the worst. He's going to have no value this year. None. He's a bust. Yeah, zero. Um, there was a fellow on Instagram that made a post about Austin Eckler being a bust. And I, I'm going to find what I actually responded because I am sick and tired of the Austin Eckler slander. So. This will not stand. This will not stand. Here's what if I said. If anything, this, this hurts. Oh, good. Well, if I can find it. You keep going. I'll see if I can find it. Well, I think it it is kind of, I think Spiller's been a little bit banged up in the preseason. So this probably hurts him a little. I still think um, Spiller will be the number two on the depth chart. They're really just getting Michelle 
to have somebody else. And he, Mashoni Michelle is not a bad player. He's he's good. Yeah. He's no, he's not flashy. Should he have been a first round pick? No, but he will get the job done. It's good depth for the Chargers, but I mean, doesn't really change much either way. So here's the argument to not panic and lose your mind about Austin Eckler. Um, the offense. Who's panicking? I, I don't know who is, but if you are, listen to this. Um, the Stop offense it. really did not change. Um, Spiller was listed. No, they literally stayed the same. Literally the same. They brought back Except everybody. Except for the, the offensive lineman they drafted, which is great. Yeah. So Isaiah Spiller was listed as the third stringer, which means, in my mind, this signing is the Chargers don't have confidence in their backups. That's all it means. Um, if you're worried about Eckler, sure, there's probably going to be some touchdown regression. And this move, I think, does play into that because Sony Michelle could steal some goal line carries this season. Um, I don't think he steals enough to be like relevant in fantasy in any type of way. But even that said, projecting touchdown regression, if you took away 10 of Eckler's touchdowns last year, he would have been the RB4. So Austin Eckler will be just fine. In, if even including some touchdown regression. Uh, and I don't think that Sonny Michelle really will take that many touchdowns away. So I, I, in my mind, this is not a panic on Austin Eckler moment. This is no. a panic on Isaiah Spiller moment or a panic on Larry Roundtree moment because this to, this to me clearly means the Chargers. Yeah, I, I, I guess it just means they don't like their backups. Whatever. Nobody cared about those backups. <laughs> All right. It's a mock draft episode. Why don't we mock draft? Let's do this. All right. Where should I pick from? I am picking from the fourth spot. Why don't you pick mid to late? Yeah. It's a 12, man. I'll take 10. Why not? Sucks. Whatever. Go for it. All right. Start the draft. Yes, I would love to start this draft. Okie dokie. This is a very weird <laughs> draft already. <laughs> so this is a half PPR 12-team mock. And the first pick was Austin Eckler, which... They are not scared. I just said all that about Eckler, and I still don't believe he should be the first pick. Uh, Jonathan Taylor was pick number two. Christian McCaffrey went three. Uh, okay, so I had the 104, and I really thought that I was going to be ending up with like a Cooper Cup or something like that. We're going to shake things and up a little like bit. like you are. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to take Derrick Henry and just see how my team ends up going stud RB in the first round. Uh, Justin Jefferson went this at the 105. Dalvin Cook at the 106. Cooper Cup at the 107. Najee Harris... And then Joe Mixon leaving Ben on the clock at the one ten. Yeah, I was I was really wanting uh, Joe Mixon right there. I would have loved he's, that. For you. He's he's a guy I think I've overlooked kind of the whole off season, and I'm trying to and I'm really starting to pay more attention to him. He's good. Yeah, and he'll be fine. But no Joe Mixon. So I'm gonna roll with another Bengal. I'm gonna take Jamar Chase. I figured that that's how that would play out. Uh, Devontae Adams, then Travis Kelsey, DeAndre Swift. As the first pick in the second round, Stefan Diggs at the 202, and Ben is on the clock once more. Yeah, I was hoping one of those four players would make it back to me. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> so, 
Now we pivot. And I think I take the guy with uh, probably the most upside of this group of running backs. I'm looking at Kamara, Barkley, Aaron Jones, and Javante. Yeah. And with no suspension, looks like for Kamara, I'm still taking him. I don't blame you there. I would have probably leaned Barkley, but I don't blame you taking Kamara. Uh, Barkley goes to the 204, Josh Allen at the 205, Tyreek Hill at the 206, Aaron Jones at the 207, Mark Andrews at the 208, leaving me on the clock at you have the an 209. I think I do, although there's a couple different ways to approach this. No, there's I'm, one way. Yeah, there's... There is really only one way. Uh, I'm going to take C.D. Lamb. Incorrect. Incorrect? Incorrect. Would you? Okay. All right. Well. I would have taken Javante Williams. See, okay. I thought about it. Um, I probably should have done that now that I think about it. <laughs> uh, the reason I, told I you take, it was obvious. The reason I take C.D. there is because I have a bit of a... Man yeah, I, I should have looked at tears. So I preach drafting with tears, and I did not do that right there. Um, I, I probably could have ended up with an elite wide receiver in the third round. So I think I just made a mistake. Well, uh, Zeke Elliott goes to the 210, Nick Chubb, then Javante, Debo Samuel, Leonard Fournette, A.J. Brown. I'm back on the clock once again. And... CeeDee Lamb is a great player, but I probably should have gone Javante. I agree, now that I think about it more. Um, this next pick is a bit more confusing because there are wide receivers that I love here. I but think there's also a tight end you love, too. Is there? there oh, geez. Yes, there is. There is Mr. Kyle Pitts who I could go with the 304. So I probably, if if I were to have this over, I would probably have gone Javante, and then I could take Kyle Pitts here and feel really good about it. As it stands, I'm going to have to hope that a running back makes it back to me, to be honest with you. So just for kicks and giggles, because it's a mock draft, because we're just testing things out, I'm going to take Kyle Pitts. And now I have basically... I wouldn't feel too bad with Pitts there. Pitts is great. It's, it is a weird situation, though, because I've got one running back, one receiver, one tight end. Um, Keenan Allen goes <laughs> at 305, T. Higgins at the 306, James Conner, Michael Pittman, Mike Evans. Ben, you are on the clock once again. So I'm kind of at a tough spot. My heart tells me to take a quarterback that I really like, but the smart decision is to go with a running back. And I'm looking at the four that are on the board here that I really like, Cam Akers, Montgomery, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne. Personally, I think the safest option with the most upside is Cam Akers, so I will take him at the 310. Hmm. 
Not bad. I, and, and the guy I was hoping would make it back to me. And David Montgomery is there at the 4-3, so I'll take him there too. Herbert, Mahomes, Brees Hall, and George Kittle went after Cam Akers. Yeah. Uh, ETN goes immediately after – no, McLaurin goes, then ETN goes. Lamar Jackson at the 406. That's early. Um, Deontay Johnson and then Mike Williams. I'm on the clock once again. All the running backs that I liked in that tier are now gone. I had a pipe dream that Travis Etienne would make it back to me. That's not going to happen. So I am stuck now to where I feel like this is a pretty good spot to take my champion. Oh, you, we know it's coming. So Just I'm going it. to take Cortland Sutton at the 409. There it is. Uh, Jalen Waddle at the 410. DJ Moore at the 411. Waller at the 412. J.K. Dobbins at the 501. Jerry Judy at the 502. Jerry and Judy. Josh Jacobs at the 503. I'm on the clock once again. And I do think this is an interesting spot where I think a tear break has happened at wide receiver. And I already took my tight end early. So I'm not going to take quarterback here. I think just as a rule of thumb, if you take a quarterback early, let's say you take Josh Allen in the second round, that, in my mind, prohibits you from taking a tight end until late. So you kind of have to punt on tight end, go like Cole Komet, David Njoku, something like that later. The inverse of that is also true. If you take a tight end early, that sort of prohibits you from taking a quarterback in the first, let's say, seven rounds, six rounds, something like that. So I feel like you lower your ceiling if you take a tight end in the third round and then go and take another quarterback in the fifth round. That is my opinion you can do with that what you will but i am going to go here with a guy that i've been rising on a lot this off season and i feel like he has a chance to finish way higher than his adp a chance uh, i'm gonna take aj Dillon as my rb2 wow Allen robinson at the 505 dk metcalf at the 506 <clears throat> Marquise Brown, Elijah Mitchell, and Kyler Murray, I think, was sniped before Ben wanted it. That's who I was definitely going with there. <sighs> so, time to pivot. See, That's the best sound ever. Already... When, uh, when somebody gets sniped and you just hear that... <clears throat> that... <laughs> the, <clears throat> especially, like, the pick before, like, I will kill you. <laughs> Especially when no other quarterback has gone in the fifth round. And it's just, ah. You no, know, there were two teams that had already taken a quarterback. So I'm like, all right, he's probably going to fall. Uh, what to do here? What to do? So there's a lot of, I guess, good names, but none I trust. I don't want to take Joe Burrows, I guess, the next QB in the queue, I guess you would take. As much as I love Burrow, I just don't want to take him here. I've taken three running backs. I don't want to take another one here. And there's a guy who we just recently talked about. And as you've kind of even done your own stat projections, just the, the potential is insane. And this may be a little bit of a reach on him, but I'm going to take Gabriel Davis and bet mm. on the breakout. 
Take the and upside. That is that is a big breakout bet. But since you've got Jamar Chase, you can probably afford to experiment a little bit with your wide receiver too. Yep. And I think um, I've got two Camara and David Montgomery. I think are pretty safe running backs, especially. You know, Camaro's got the upside floor combo. Montgomery may not blow up, but he'll be safe. And Cam Akers, you know, if he has the potential we all think he does, could really shine too. And the player I was hoping made it back to me. It does. I'm going to take quarterback, and I'm going to take Jalen Hurts. There you go. So right after your Gabe Davis pick, uh, Mike Thomas went. Antonio Gibson went at the end of the fifth round. That's still way too juicy for me. Uh, Brandon Cooks went at the 6th, 6.01, CEH, then Ben takes his quarterback and Jalen Hurts. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, then Amari Cooper, Dalton Schultz, Adam Thielen, Kareem Hunt, leaving me on the clock at the 6.09. Um, very interesting spot. I... Huh, very interesting spot. There are, I think, looking at this board, there are three running backs that I like that are left. There are several wide receivers that I like that are left. But I feel like... I don't like anyone left. There's risk associated with everybody left. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of question marks associated with all these guys that are here. You know what? I am going to screw it. Yeah, take I'm just going to uh, Yeah, I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to go Chris Godwin as my wide receiver yes. 3. I'm just going to accept the potential risk that is associated there. I'm going to go Yeah, Chris Godwin. So, Chris Godwin goes Burrow, then Wilson, Joe Burrow, Amon St. Brown, mistake on team one's part. Rashad <laughs> Bateman, Darnell Mooney, TJ Hawkinson. So, and all the running back. backs that I liked are still on the board. They are. Which is fascinating. I think I know um, who you're going. Prob well, I don't know who I'm going. <laughs> I think I'm just going to, since it's a mock, I, this is another screw it pick. I'm just going to do it. It feels like it's not too early to do it. Yeah, I'm going to take Damian Pierce as my third running wow. back here. That's not the one I thought you were going. I thought you'd take Damian Harris. No, I would have taken either the Chase Edmonds. Damian. I would have taken either Chase oh, really? Edmonds or Damian Pierce here. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I am not really in on Damian Harris right now. I think I'm very out because I think Ramondre Stevenson has a good chance to be the RB1 there for, before the season's over. Uh, Tony Pollard goes to the 705, then Damian Harris, Ken Walker, Devontae Smith, Miles Sanders at the 709. Ben is on the clock at the 710. I'm going to go and do something, I, and I would like to hear what you have to say about it because I haven't done it in many drafts, or any drafts really, but I took Jalen Hurts last round, and he's still there. What about Dallas Goddard here at the 710 to stack with Hurts? That is, that is a great move, I think. So you're getting Dallas Goddard in a good enough, like he's going after TJ Hawkinson, but that's that's still very palatable. And he's probably comparable to Dalton Schultz level production, I think. But you also get to pair him up with your own quarterback 
and you get a really cheap stack that you didn't have to reach for. So I like that. I think that that's, that's a good move. Um, you probably were not going to get the AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts stack, and that's the only other stack that you really would have wanted for that QB. So yeah, that's, that's pretty solid. Uh, yeah, I was looking to see if Devonta Smith was on the board, but he went actually two picks ahead of me. Yeah. So Cordell Patterson, Elijah Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, and Drake London go right after Dallas Goddard. I was hoping London would make it there. Sadly, he did not. So now I'm kind of in the mode of, you know, it's there's no good running backs left. Actually, there is one, and I know you'll take him if he falls to you, but I don't think you'll make it. I've taken three running backs. I only have two wide receivers. I'm kind of leaning into taking guys who I think are going to break out and have productive seasons. Part of me says this is maybe a little reach, but take Alan Lazard, but I'm going to roll with Hunter Renfro instead. Hmm. Okay. Definitely don't mind that. Oh, my God. Crap. Chase Edmonds? No, Tom Brady. I got sniped. Ooh. That was I was okay, so I'd love to see it. I I knew I was gonna go quarterback late, and Tom Brady was my later round quarterback that I was going to target here. That's super annoying. So Ben goes Hunter Renfro, Brandon Ayuk goes immediately afterward, Devin Singletary, Chase Edmonds, Rashad Penny, Tom Brady. Basically, I wanted to either get Tom Brady or Chase Edmonds at this next pick. And I'm not getting either one. And you got neither. I got neither. So what I'm going to do is... Feel stupid, don't you? A little bit. I'm going to do a little bit of a pivot, though. I'm going to take Alan Lazard. I saw that come. And bet on getting the wide receiver one in that offense. I thought you were were about to say Dak Prescott. No. God, no. Which would not have been a bad pick. No, it would not have been a bad pick, but I don't like Dak Prescott as my fantasy QB1. I'll be totally honest with you. Um, Chris Olave goes at the 810, Dawson Knox at the 811. Dak Prescott does go at the 812. Garrett Wilson, first pick of the ninth round, Ramondre Stevenson, James Cook, leaving me back on the board with a quarterback that I actually would enjoy taking as a late round quarterback with elite upside. I'm telling you, folks, this is what you do. If you got guys that are in the same tier, in this case, I could have taken Dak Prescott, but I said, let me wait around later and take Trey Lance at the 904, who gives me top five upside in a great offense. And I got to also add in Alan Lazard in there as well. So Zach Ertz goes after my Trey Lance pick, Robert Woods at the 906, Melvin Gordon at the 907, and then some dumb idiot took the Bills defense in yeah, I was looking at round. the ADP, and I don't understand why the defense was so high. Did you take defenses out of this? Um, no, you didn't. We're starting. No, defenses. I did not. We have that's idiot. Dumb. Why? Okay, I guess I guess the uh, ADP must have glitched a little bit because that's fine. For Whatever. some reason, the computer thought they should take the Bills' defense. Anyway, then yeah. Tyler Lockett. But goes I'm okay after with that. it because. There was one player. I didn't think it would make it back to me, but he did. Traylon Burks is sitting here in the late ninth round. I will take that every time. Yeah, that's a that's a very solid pick. I agree. And yeah. Christian Kirk, Matthew Stafford, Michael Carter, Sky Moore go right after him. So I'm back on the clock. Not loving my picks available. 
I would love to go Brian Robinson, but, uh, well, we saw how that happened. How that worked out. Yeah. Hmm. I took a tight end, right? Okay, yeah. No, yeah, I got Doc. I got Goddard. Yeah, I don't like any of these. Um, I'm going to go George Pickens. <laughs> there you go. I probably would have gone Pickens there, too. Uh, you take Pickens. Aaron Rodgers goes immediately afterward. Kadarius Tony, Pat Fryermuth, Chase Claypool, the Buccaneers defense, because for some God knows what reason, the sleeper ADP is deciding to take defenses in the ninth and 10th rounds. Uh, that's very weird. Um, Sleeper said this is a good idea. They did. All right. We're in a weird spot here. Tenth round. We're calling shots at this point in the draft. Um, I've got my lineup filled out, so I guess there's no position that I am late on. I can just just take value here. You know what? This is essentially taking my outside shot on this player being the wide receiver one in his offense. I don't see anybody else. Yeah, we're going to go MVS here. Get Marquez Valdez-Scantling to sit on my bench for a little bit. I don't think that's even an outside shot at being a one. He, I mean, he's probably got a fairly decent shot at being the one. Um this defense ADP is whack. Uh, James Robinson, then uh, Madison, and the Rams defense in the 10th round. Derek Carr, Cole Komet, the 49ers defense. I do not understand the defensive ADP going on in here, but it is what it is. There are really not many players left that I'm very excited about. I'll be totally honest with you, Ben. I've got one more in here I like. I don't know if you could guess who it is. You're right. I, I don't know. All right. Ugh. I am going another shot on a potential consensus miss. A guy that I don't know that we are necessarily right about in our projections of this player. I'm going to take Jahan Dotson. Hey, that's a first-round wide receiver. Yep. (laughs) Did you want Tyler Boyd? I wanted Naheem Hines. Okay, that makes sense. No, I wanted Naheem Hines. So Darrell Henderson went after Dotson, Mike Jasicki, Naheem Hines, Tyler Boyd, the Ravens defense. Again, no clue. And Ben is once again on the clock in the 11th round. I like this guy. Kenny Gainwell. Oh, yeah, he should be good. He definitely has the chance to rule passing downs and maybe even get some solid rushing work in there as well. Boston Scott's kind of a pain, but Kenny Gainwell could certainly be the RB2 or like the 1B in that offense, and I think that's a very valuable role. And there's one more running back I like because I think he has still a legit shot to win the starting job. It is Tyler Algier for my Falcons. There you go. So you took Kenny Gainwell, then the Cowboys defense went, then Julio Jones, Isaiah Spiller, Kirk Cousins, 
You took Algier. Julio Jones then, was going to be my next pick. Julio Jones, I actually thought about with my 11th round pick. I'll be honest with you. Um, Brian Robinson went right after Algier. Uh, very sad. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Michael Gallup, Tua Tagovailoa, Rashad White. And I am on the clock. Whew. You know what? I took. Yes, I did. Okay, good. I'm going to take the other guy who's got a chance to be a wide receiver one on an offense that I'm taking shots at. Christian Watson. I've already taken Alan Lazard, so I feel like I probably yes. have the wide receiver one for the Packers on my roster. Either you Lazard missed or Romeo Watson. Dubs. I yes, I missed Dubs. Uh, <laughs> Khalil Herbert, Chargers D. Devontae Parker, Hunter Henry, Rondale Moore, Romeo Dubs. And I Ooh, think there's this, one more guy I like. Hope he makes it to me. Go ahead. I don't, it depends on who he is. Uh, there are two guys that I like left in this draft, period. One of them will not make it back to me, such as life. Uh, actually, there's three or four. There's several. I'm going to take Jamison Williams and just bet on the talent and the second half of the season for him to be a potential breakout guy. Jamal Williams goes right after, and now we have a couple uh -huh. runs on defenses. Albert O, Isaiah Pacheco, was that your guy? No, the guy I was looking at made it to me. It is the wide receiver three. It sounds bad, but it's uh, Joshua Palmer, wide receiver for the Chargers. Oh, snap. You left... Another player that I like on the board, is he going to let him fall to me? Maybe. I'm assuming... Give me a hint. Is this player a wide receiver? Yes. Okay. There is... Huh. I actually don't know who it is. I'm gonna take Jamison Crowder. Yes. Feel like he could have. Feel like he could be a PPR monster with uh, in Buffalo. Let's go. You left the real wide receiver three for the Buffalo Bills on the uh, available. It's Isaiah McKenzie. No, he's not. I believe he is the true wide receiver three. Uh, things close out with, what is it here? Uh, Tyler Higby, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Raheem Mostert, Mark Ingram, Isaiah McKenzie, DJ Chark, Ronald Jones, J.D. McKissick. Which leaves us with our final teams. I like so this ben, team. Ben, how did your, how'd your team wind up? I like this team a lot. I think I got good value at places. I got... Uh, Alvin Kamara, or quarterback Jalen Hurts, Alvin Kamara, Cam Akers, Jamar Chase, Gabriel Davis, Dallas Goddard, David Montgomery, and Hunter Renfro. I did not take a defense because defenses are stupid. I will pick one up off waivers. And Smart man. Uh, bench, Traylon Burks, George Pickens, Kenneth Gainwell, Tyler Edgeo, Josh Palmer, Jamison Crowder. I like having Jamar Chase as the wide receiver who can win me weeks. I like Gabe Davis's breakout potential. I like the safety that Montgomery and Kamara provide, and Hurts, honestly. So I, yeah, I like the the floors. 
at certain positions to keep me safe. And I like the ceilings to really try to put my team over the edge. And then I took a lot of, I guess some of these aren't really shots, but a lot of breakout potential on my bench to, you know, I can, a guy can pray. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I took Trey Lance as my quarterback, Derek Henry, AJ Dillon as my starting two running backs, CeeDee Lamb, Cortland Sutton, Chris Goblin as my three starting receivers, Kyle Pitts as my tight end, Damian Pierce as my final flex spot and on my bench, Alan Lazard, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, Jahan Dotson, Christian Watson, Jamison Williams, and a late round flyer, the last round flyer, Isaiah McKenzie. Um, I feel like this team is interesting. Um, this is not how I would usually build a team. I think I would rather probably go more running back heavy and early on that second round pick i should have taken javante williams instead of cd lamb uh i i would have probably felt better about having derrick henry and javante as my starting two running backs but i think aj Dillon is a good value in the fifth round and i also feel okay about damian pierce in the seventh so even though i kind of went wide receiver tight end heavy early I feel like I've still got three good running backs that like, I don't feel nervous about those three as a starting running back group. Um, I can pick a up little, a defense a on waivers hero running back, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, Derek you Henry definitely guys, has to carry targeting in the dead zone of Dylan and Pierce. Right. Yeah. Dylan chase Edmonds and Pierce, I think are the only three that I want in that post, I guess David Montgomery dead zone that after the fourth round, like I don't really want J.K. Dobbins, Josh Jacobs, Elijah Mitchell, I'm very on the fence about. Gibson, I definitely don't want. Uh, Kareem Hunt, I don't really want. Uh, Tony Pollard is a backup. Damian Harris, I'm not stoked about. Ken Walker's a backup. Miles Sanders is dead to me. So yeah, I've, I feel like the, the value there is pretty good. And I've got some shots on the bench that could blow up. Alan Lazard could end up being a huge return on investment. Christian Watson, I guess, could be. Um, I'm not really betting on it. But Jamison Williams could end up being pretty good down the stretch. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, there's a potential chance he's the wide receiver one for Kansas City. So uh, a few guys that could return big on those investments there as well. Any final thoughts, Ben? I wish this were a real league because I would win. <laughs> that'll do it for this episode uh take this information do with it what you will going into your drafts this weekend we'll see you next week uh god knows what we're doing I we don't wait. we don't plan ahead next uh, week football starts do you understand that josh oh the my NFL god it's starts football next time. week college we football starts three days this away from weekend. college football actually it starts tomorrow there's like three ranked games tomorrow oh my god and the NFL is, it's next Thursday, isn't it? It's Rams Bills uh, next Thursday. Yeah. Holy that's cow. That's a heck of a way to start off. Holy cow. Holy cow. We're starting out with God, fireworks, that's people. That's a good week. It's going to be a fun time. Hmm. I can't wait to experience the fantasy season with you all. Uh, if, if one of your friends needs to hear or see this mock draft, need some help with their drafting going into the season, share this episode with them. Uh, check us out on Instagram at fantasybrothers underscore. We've got a lot of uh, tips and tricks, advice, fun content over there on Instagram. 
Uh, We'll see you next week. It'll be football time. Can't wait for it. Yeah, buddy. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at fantasybrothers underscore or on Twitter at fantasybros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash fantasybrothers.